right, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Stories with Story, the American History Podcast for my classroom and for anybody out there who just enjoys listening to a little bit about history. So thank you guys very much again for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff as we go on. Today, we're going to be talking about the American influence uh, growing in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and kind of what caused some of that growth it, within the American society. So during the age of imperialism throughout the mid-1800s, there is a lot of a, imperial success going on. After uh, Europe, there's Japan and the United States who they really want to uh, kind of get a place in, in this imperialistic world. They want to really take over and, you know, really push to have a bigger place in the world stage. So there's obviously an economic cause for any type of imperialism. This is not just something that people go in through just to do. So one of these causes of, an, of imperialism is something called extractive economies. And basically what, they mar what that means is that they can extract or they can remove the raw materials from the colony that they have or the place of of which they are doing. Now, if you're a country like Japan who doesn't have a lot of things, that is very big for you because you could bring in things. The United States just was lacking in certain areas and they also wanted to be able to use the resources and turn that into something else for them. On top of that, there's a big push going on throughout our country uh, by a man, really pushed by a man by the name Alfred T. Mahan. And he is a military historian. He says, listen, if the United States wants to be anything, if they really want to be the power that they want, they need to push their naval expansion. And we need to have the biggest and the strongest and the baddest Navy that there is. And we really need, you know, basically his idea is that the best powers in the world all had great navies. So if we want to be that, we need to expand and modernize our Navy. And we're going to keep pushing to have that. He's going to have these steam-powered and steel-plated battleships, such as the USS Maine, which we'll get to a little bit later. But really quickly, the United States expanded its Navy, actually giving itself the third largest Navy in the world. And, you know, some of our some of our leaders are very excited about this. Now, there's the other side of imperialism, which is this idea of social Darwinism, sending missionaries out there. So social Darwinism is this belief that basically everything is a competition and only the strongest people that are out there are going to be the ones that survive. Nobody else at the end of the day is going to make it. The belief consists that that also works with different nations and races. And so the American are going to the Americans are going to jump out and say, listen, we need to be the superior race and the superior nation and that we need to take our values in the Western world and we need to spread it all around the rest of the world. So some of the racial tension that you get still today throughout the world is, is actually stems back to this idea that people in America and people in Western Europe, they believed that their concept of how they lived their life and their belief system was more important than the belief system of anywhere else in the world. After all that is said and done, and we kind of have our baseline for why we're doing this, we are going to start to expand throughout. The first place we're gonna go is in 1853. Commodore Matthew Perry is gonna go all the way over to present day Tokyo, or Tokyo Bay in Japan, and he is going to demand that we be let in there and come in to start kind of making trades with them. 
they he basically goes in there and he sets up a way to create a trade system. So now we've got our economics taken care of a little bit there as well. Then in 1867, there's a guy named William Seward. He's the Secretary of State, and he is going to buy Alaska from Russia for $7.2 million. And the reason why is basically they think there's a ton of gold in Alaska. So here we are again chasing gold, just like we did when we came over here in the first place to get there. But we're going to chase this gold all the way to Alaska for a fee of $7.2 million. Now, the big thing that's really gonna come from all of this is that American is going to expand into Latin America. So America, so we, we push into Latin America and we look to have economic cooperation with 17 different Latin American countries, uh, including Mexico and all those, you know, fun countries down there. Uh, Basically, what we wanted was to tell the rest of the world to stay out of our hemisphere. We will worry about over here. You guys worry about over there. Now, the last place that we're going to discuss that the United States is going to take or borrow or however you want to say from somebody is that we are going to acquire Hawaii. And in the early 1890s, uh, we had kind of gone in there and been around and helped the the Hawaiians kind of set everything up. And in the early 1890s, American planters in Hawaii are going to have two crises back to back. There's going to be a new tariff law that basically says Hawaiian sugar is no longer duty-free and it makes Hawaiian sugar more expensive. So they stopped kind of working with the Americans, but it also hurt them there. And so what's going to happen there is that the king and queen of Hawaii they are Hawaiian nationalists and they resent the idea of increasing the power throughout there. Well, the backing of US officials and the American planters responded quickly and forcefully and they overthrow the queen. Uh, John Stevens, the US minister to, Ohio, to Hawaii, ordered the United States Marines to help the rebels seize the power and the new government was led by a man named Sanford B. Dole. You may know the name of Dole because what that is, is that is now the group that runs Dole Bananas and all the fruits, and they have their head base set up in Hawaii, named after and honored this guy. And because of this, the, he grows this pineapple company throughout the region, and essentially what it's gonna lead to is after the overthrow, President William Henry Harrison is he's gonna come in and he's gonna sign a treaty of annexation, which means we are taking over Hawaii. It does not become a state for quite some time, but it does make Hawaii a part of our territory. And Samuel B. Dole is going to actually be the first uh, governor of Hawaii. That takes us to the end of the day because the next big thing that we're gonna talk about within the idea of, of increasing our influence overseas is that we have to go to war a little bit. And with that war, we're gonna be talking about the Spanish-American War probably tomorrow. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your evening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate everybody who is taking their time to really make sure we are getting this down. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye.